Welcome back to the Rural EV Diaries. I am Ben. And I'm Brent. All right. So, um, let me tell you a little story. All right, I'm okay. ready. Okay, this, this, this is good. Um, back when Tesla decided to put um, their EV charging station, mm-hmm. their superchargers, on our network, I was the biggest naysayer. I was just like, well, they didn't do that. Nobody's going to use those. Right. Okay, so they installed six ports. This was probably 2015, 2016 okay. when all this went in. Um, and I, I can admit when I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and I was wrong because the first week that they were in, they had usage. Yep. The first month, surprising the amount of usage. Right. And then they were steadily increasing to the point that just last year, they expanded it from six ports to mm-hmm. 12 ports. Mm-hmm. And anytime you drive by out there now, it's nothing to see five or six at right. any given time. Right. Okay. So I was wrong on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, let's fast forward to uh, me being, being brought screaming and kicking into the EV revolution right. to now where I'm an EV evangelist. Mm-hmm. Another point that... When, when I was first getting into this, around 2017, mm-hmm. became part of the East Kentucky Power Cooperative's yeah. EV group. Right. And this is basically uh, East Kentucky Power is our generation and transmission yeah. uh, provider f- for our cooperative that we work for. And um, they knew that EVs were going to be uh, a lot of grid impacts and how were yeah. we going to to handle that right we're still having the same discussions six years later right is like oh how's this going to affect the grid you mm-hmm. know? i mm-hmm. mean and this this is part of the reason that i sort of lost interest with the first ev diaries yeah was it was just the same old same old yeah. every seminar every webinar yeah it's the same discussion evs are going to disrupt the grid what are we going to do about it and everybody's just sitting around wringing their hands, right. just all worried about. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying it's not was all for naught, mm-hmm. but it was, it's just, it's even now, if you, and I think I've got some webinars I'm supposed to sit in this, yeah. this month yeah. or, or in July, I mean, yeah. um, cause it's, we're towards the end of June. Um, I'm still getting mm-hmm. the same. Yeah conversations yep and it's like some people in the room uh, <laughs> evs like this this new thing yeah you know yeah all right so one of the discussions that we had um and we have um a toyota camry plant mm-hmm. about an hour and a half north of us okay okay um we actually had some people come in from Toyota to speak to us, and mm-hmm. they were, you know, Toyota has been on the the green bandwagon since golly, I think the first Prius was oh yeah ninety seven Priuses yeah Prius yeah, and I mean so and it, how many people made fun of the Prius oh, when I it first came well, out? I would have been one of them. Yeah, um, so you know this this was um, so Toyota's been in the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we had this, um, I don't know if he's an engineer, middle management, yeah. um, can't remember, but he came in and he was telling us that, yeah, 
Toyota was was doing this, and they're looking at this, and and keep in mind this has been five or six years ago, mm-hmm. and they're looking at this, and and they're really um, they're spending billions of dollars researching hydrogen fuel cell technology. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, that ain't gonna fly, right? You know, I mean, it's hydrogen's, um, you know. It's re- readily available because yeah. you can you get it from water, right? And when you're done with it, it goes back to water. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll we'll talk a little bit about hydrogen fuel cells because when you think hydrogen, you think Hindenburg. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, oh the humanity. Yeah, yeah. And I bet a lot of our listeners that are interested in EVs don't even know what the Hindenburg is. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Do we do the history lesson? I think or not? you should because I know little about it. I don't know a ton about it, but okay. I do. I do know a little bit. I, I forget the exact year, and I think it was October, or November. But I think it's like in the early to mid twenties, nineteen twenties, not the two thousand twenties. Right. So it's been, and it, it could have been earlier than that. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, this this was before World War. Two, I think it was after World War War One, okay. though. And all you historians out there can correct me if you want. To. Yeah, we're not claiming to know all the facts yeah, about everything. Yeah, for sure. this is this is not a, a documentary right. series, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, one way to cross the Atlantic Ocean was in a zeppelin. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Actually, there's a funny story how they got their name, um, but. Um, Anyway, you could you could get on this. It's basically a blimp. Think right. think about the Goodyear blimp, mm-hmm. except that it holds you know fifty to hundred people. Yeah, and the primary way that they kept it up because I don't think helium had been discovered. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Or they couldn't make helium right. or or something. I I yeah. don't know. Again, correct me on the periodic table of elements. Yes, yes. All uh, the scientists out there, please stand up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, but hyd- they they would would fill these big giant balloons with hydrogen, mm-hmm. blimp blimp full of hydrogen, right? And they would transverse the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Um, and Zeppelin, uh, the guy that invented Zeppelins, mm-hmm. uh, he was German. Mm-hmm. So guess what? The Germans sort of had that that market. Yeah. And the Germans leading up to leading up to and into and through up until the Nazis were defeated in World War Two mm-hmm. were um, technologically they were developing all the breakthroughs. Yeah. Okay. So um, and still, if you look at when you think about automobiles, oh yeah, German manufacturers mm-hmm. have some of the yep. nicest. Titus, yep. you know, just the engineering's really good there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, you could get on a, a Zeppelin and come across. Well, and uh, might be 1927. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's like October 19th, 1927. I, yeah. I don't know the date. Yeah. And if I'm right on that, that was that. Yeah, oh, man, subconscious impressive. kicking in. Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> but anyway, um, as it was trying to, to land in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, it struck a a mooring pole, or it got struck by lightning, or the other, mm-hmm. um, and um, the hydrogen burst into flames and exploded right. because that's what hydrogen does. Right, and um, it's a very unstable gas. Mm-hmm. 
So when when uh, the the blimp caught fire, I mean it burnt. Uh, I've seen the video. Yeah, the the images are or are images. Crazy. I guess it wouldn't have been video. What was uh, it? They probably. Had, I saw something. They they probably had some, you know. It was black and white. I just can't remember if it was yeah. a picture or what. But anyway, um, that's what people think of when they think of hydrogen. People of a certain age, yeah. they think of the the Hindenburg. Yeah. Um, uh, and just on the side note, Led Zeppelin, <laughs> when when they were forming the band, I think somebody told them that they were going to go over like a lead balloon. Oh, yeah, uh, there so you go. That's, that's, that, that's the story. That might not be true. That's pretty good, though. But if Jimmy Page wants to call me up and have a conversation well, about yeah. it, I will, I will talk I to will him. I will actually like let him sit in my seat, and I'll just watch. Yeah. If yeah. he wants to come over and yeah, talk absolutely. to Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He'll have to bring his own guitar, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so... Hydrogen's very explosive, very dangerous. Yeah. And I was basically, when, when I heard Toyota was going to invest billions, mm-hmm. and I'm billions with a B, yeah. and we're talking more than one. Right. Um, which was why it's plural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. how, that's how English works. Yes. Um, anyway, when I heard that they were going to invest hydrogen, I was just like, Led Zeppelin's going to go over yeah. like a lead balloon. I right. mean, went full circle on that one. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting here. Okay. Well, now it would seem that I was wrong about that too. They're on to something. Is what They're on to something. Yeah. Now, now Toyota and several other car manufacturers have hydrogen fuel cell cars on the road. Okay. But I guarantee in Kentucky, there's not a hydrogen fuel cell car on the road. No. That, that is native here because we don't have any hydrogen fuel cell stations. Yeah. So how are we going to, if if this is the new technology, how's the infrastructure and how's this? Yeah. All right. And so basically the way hydrogen fuel cell works, and this is layman's terms because that's all I am when it comes to this, is that you take hydrogen mm-hmm. in liquid form. Yeah. And there's some way that you, you pass it through a membrane. Okay. And it strips off that one electron that it's got. Right. Okay. So now you've got the, the neutron and the electron. Mm-hmm. And some way they pass the electron through through the wire, I assume. Yeah. Through a wire into the, um, the motor. Right. Because anytime you've got electrons moving through a wire, you have a current. Right. Your current drives the motor. Yeah. So they take this this... I guess it's an ion at this point, this hydrogen ion. They, mm-hmm. they bring it back around. And then once the electron has completed the path through the, the motor, they rejoin with the, the hydrogen atom. The hydrogen is now exposed to oxygen. Mm-hmm. It forms water. You get water out of the tailpipe. Right. Okay. Sounds really complex. It does. Okay. And keep in mind that this stuff explodes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting here. Okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's cool. That seems really expensive. Mm-hmm. And it you use a lot of energy um, to create hydrogen because you get it from water. Right. Um, but, I mean, there's various ways to do it, but electrolysis is the, mm-hmm. I think it's electrolysis is for the, the easiest. But you've got to have electricity. Mm-hmm. That's electro and electrolysis mm-hmm. um, to, to split the hydrogen yeah. off. So the question is, well, is that really efficient? Exactly. Um, you know, well, I'm I'm sitting here. I've I've been fascinated 
by that idea, but is it really practical? Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know, and we you've sat through all the discussions on the impact of the grid, the reliability yes. yeah. of the grid, mm-hmm. and you know, there's there's a push for renewables. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, renewables are part of the equation; they're not the solution. Yeah. Okay. Um, but hydrogen is, I mean, it's it's abundant. It mm-hmm. just takes getting it. So people are, have been developing um, uh, not only hydrogen fuel cell cars, they buildings that are powered yeah. by hydrogen. I mean, there's there's all sorts of things. There's hydrogen manufacturers around yeah. the world. There's fuel cell manufacturers around the world. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting here, okay, well, th- this is all well and good, but I saw it as a distraction from EVs in general. Mm-hmm. But if Toyota wants to invest billions of dollars in it, yeah, let them let them invest. Well, now apparently they have announced that they have a hydrogen combustion engine. Right. Okay. Uh, and they're not the first to do that. Right. Uh, actually, BMW had a a hydrogen car uh-huh. that ran off hydrogen, but instead of giving off carbon monoxide, yeah, as a internal combustion engine did it gave off uh nitrous oxide <laughs> laughing gas yeah. so everybody was happy yeah oh yeah um <laughs> but nitrous oxide is still considered a pollutant mm-hmm. by the epa mm-hmm. so environmental concerns you're just trading one yeah greenhouse gas for another greenhouse gas right um so i mean it, I, I think it was an experiment to see what could be done mm-hmm. and they were uh basically modifying um modifying a, a traditional combustion engine and just running it off hydrogen. Right. Well, one problem with that is if you if you crashed one of these things, guess what? Yeah. Big big ball of fire. That wouldn't be good. Uh, so they probably shouldn't have called that the uh, Hindenburg either. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, which they didn't. I forget <laughs> what they were. It, it was some um, H in BMW's number. Yeah. So it was like an H3 or an H7 or right. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, fast forward to now, mm-hmm. 2023. Toyota has announced this internal combustion engine. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're, the fuel cells are reinforced. Mm-hmm. Won't saying that they won't rupture. Right. But they they shouldn't rupture. Yeah. They're not splitting that that electron off and using it to drive a motor, mm-hmm. an electric motor. They're actually burning it right. to turn a piston. Right. Um, very, very, very little greenhouse gases. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not exactly sure where the greenhouse gases come from yeah. in the situation, right. but um, reportedly there's there's a little bit of greenhouse gas carbon yeah. carbon monoxide or whatever getting right. off, but ninety nine point nine percent of what comes out of the tailpipe is water yeah and what is great about this is fuel cell vehicles hydrogen fuel cell can fill up in like 90 seconds right so we've got gas station speeds yeah um and you can go further than you can on an ev charge right there again it comes back to we don't have a lot of infrastructure Mm -hmm. to support Hydrogen. I mean, you're not going to fill your hydrogen car up in the state of Kentucky, not unless you... No. I guess you could go to one of these places that 
you know, cells, argon and freon yeah. and all that. They, th- they think, might have hydrogen. I think uh, in the article I read, it would be a matter of conversion. So the pipelines that are used for gasoline mm-hmm. could be utilized somehow in the transporting or something. Seems like I read that. Well, it's uh, it, now it, they would have to do something. I'm sure to. And and isn't hydrogen more explosive? Because I'm, I'm I mean, don't that, know. That would be my my I concern. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just like with anything else, you know, new technologies is going to be very risky, and and it's going right. to cost. It's it's a fact. It's just going to cost people some of their lives. I you know, I mean, not a lot, hopefully, but in every major breakthrough that we've made, you know, there's been there's there's risk involved. Right. We still learn by trial and error you know right the gas i mean my papa had a corvair oh i love the corvair i almost bought okay. one uh, yeah so but like, they basically ended up being banned because of where the gas tank was yep so yep you know and they were finicky too the, the where drive they, shaft was about the size of your finger was it he had yeah. one that, that just sat in his his barn lot that just rusted and rotted oh, down to nothing because he didn't you know he just he was not Scared of it a little bit, I guess. Um, my my first car was a '63 Chevy mm-hmm. Two Nova. Yeah, uh, two door hardtop, mm-hmm. and I bought it. Well, I didn't buy it on accident. I found it mm-hmm. by accident. Yeah, we were actually in the same neighborhood looking at a, I think it was a '63 corvair convertible mm-hmm. with turbo yeah gosh it's a beautiful car it was yeah. cream with black top black interior yeah um and had had all the chrome pieces mm-hmm. over the the rear engine which was one yeah. of the yeah um yeah it, yeah his was black with red interior i think from what i could tell man because it was just gone by the time i got old enough to really know what it was right the, the, those were great cars but i mean they they were problematic in their yeah. design yeah they weren't. Uh, they there's no way that they could pass safety standards right, today. Right, right. And this was back when cars were actually made of metal. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, yeah. So. I love that quote in a Back to the Future. Whenever uh, they're driving that DeLorean, they're flying it, and he tells him, he says, "Just land on him." Biff is driving like a yeah. 1950s car, or whatever the time period is. He's like, "No, he'll tear through us like a." <laughs> <laughs> like a tin can or something yeah. because the DeLorean's made out of not much metal. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's okay, so this this is, getting back on point, this is where Toyota and their billions and billions yeah. of dollars have, have brought us. They, they yeah. have unveiled, now it's not quite ready for prime time yet. Yeah. Um, did Night Live reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have brought to um, to light. Uh, I think it's the uh, Corolla. Okay. Corolla H two. Mm-hmm. And that is this 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 is where their investment. Yeah. It's been in, in fuel cell technology, but where everybody else has been thinking electric, 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 they're thinking let's just burn the stuff because we're going to get the water back. Right. Yeah. We're going to harness the energy, yeah. and we're going to get it from water. It's going to return to water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. yeah. I, I think that it's very. Again, I'll say it. Like I'm for all of it. Give me all the advancements. Like, well, everything. I, I mean, I'm. I saw this, and I was just like, if that's the case, 
if if they could bring this to to mass market, yeah, and let let's let's assume they can. Um, I think EVs fall by the wayside, and they could. I mean, that's always definitely a possibility. Yeah. And uh, and like you said, gas stations could be converted over, right? Uh, of course, there's you know a lot of safety issues and concerns there, but yeah, and it'll be. It's it's how it should happen, kind of, is competition decides the winner, basically. Right. Over time, but you have to allow it. you got to kind of allow it to happen, you know? Well, you, you know how we were talking about Elon Musk giving yeah. away his, his patents, right. essentially, right. open source? Right. Uh, do you think Toyota's going to? No. <laughs> They're not doing that. No. And and if if this is the direction, it's environmentally friendly, right? which is... is one side of the the coin, mm-hmm. um, one side of the agenda, yeah, um, and then all the other obstacles, right? Um, refueling time, um, the uh, mm-hmm. help me think here. Uh, you got the refueling time, uh, the the ease of refueling. You're using less right. lithium and and yeah. nickel, yeah. Um, still have to have to use energy to split the hydrogen off and to compress it. Right, but it's still all these concerns that that people throw the range anxiety. Range, yeah, yeah. That's what I, was gonna say. I I think uh, said um, on five kilograms, which five kilograms. Let's say there's two point two kilograms to a pound. Is that right? Mm, so or is that two point two pounds to a kilogram? It's one or the other, yeah. But but let's say that your fuel cell has, and I mean, think about propane gas tank. Yeah. Uh, you get so many pounds of this in in your tank. I'm thinking that um, five kilograms of propane or not propane of hydrogen would take you uh, three hundred plus miles, right? And produce fifty liters of water out the tailpipe. I mean, that's interesting. Fifteen liters or fifty liters of water is a lot. Yeah, well, that's what, so. Everybody always has to remember that there are always negative things that come with everything. Oh, absolutely. Like anytime you solve one problem, typically it'll solve a problem, but, but it creates it creates yeah. several more that you have to deal with. So, right. and that's I mean, there is no perfect solution. Right. Like, you know, but I think that if you get a couple of options, there's going to be one that's going to kind of rise above the top. To me, what makes all this so complicated is the level of involvement of cooperation across an entire country that has to happen to make infrastructure available for any of these methods. Right. And what you don't want is the government tipping the scale at all. But it could be, it's too easy for them to do because if they force tons of investment in EVs from an infrastructure standpoint, then it's hard for hydrogen fuel to get a leg hold. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're changing horses midstream. Yeah. It's like, okay, we've already went this far. This may be a better technology, but we've done spent too much money, you know? You're looking at sunk cost at that point. Yeah, exactly. That's and a that's, that's an accounting term. Yeah. 
sunk cost. It's, yeah. So, you know, maybe yeah. what happens is the Japanese and Toyota implemented in Japan. Right. And and they are actually testing it and they're, yeah. they're doing cold weather. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a big thing that this should probably function just as well in cold weather as it yeah. does yeah. in warm weather. Right. Because, you know, they're they're both hard on batteries. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's exciting because in my mind, what I've all my dream, and I don't know what the repercussions of this would be. My dream was that they come up with a nuclear reaction of some sort that is a battery right. that never runs out, that is implemented in everything we use. Like that, it would be to me out of, and I'm not a scientist. I've I've had engineering classes. I did, I did that for a while in college, thinking about becoming one. I watched tons of YouTube videos on like how electricity works and all this. I that, considered becoming an engineer. In you considered time. it, but you know what I mean. It's like that seems like if there is ever a breakthrough that is the breakthrough of all breakthroughs, it would be a battery that never needs to be charged. Right. And I mean, that would be, and that, that's what the world needs is something that is, is renewable, sustainable. I mean, you, you, you hear all these words, yeah. but the problem is if it's readily available, yeah, it's renewable and sustainable and it's open to everyone. Yeah. You can't make money off of it. Well, there you go. And I mean, that, that that's is, a, that's the, a, that is the bottom line. And, mm-hmm. and trust me, I am. A hundred percent capitalist. Oh yeah. I mean, I just it's... yeah. Because once you, I mean, to an extent, you're capped because if it never runs out, then you never need a new one. Right. So you don't. Ha- there's no replacement cost ever. Right. Can you imagine what they charge for those batteries initially, though? If that was the case, oh they'd yeah, be, they'd be, yeah that, you couldn't buy one. You couldn't buy one. <laughs> you couldn't buy one. But so that creates, uh, you know, another problem in itself. Even if we did come up with that idea, somebody right. did. The implementation of that would be a disaster too. Maybe, maybe we should, you know, write this into a screenplay or something. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, see if we can get somebody pick that up. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a movie I saw. It's got Tom Cruise in it. I like how I talk about movies a lot. I've, I've watched a lot of movies, but yeah. uh, he's trying to protect the kid that is on the verge of creating exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But it, he doesn't get it quite right, and it explodes. And the thieves that are trying to steal it from him end up with it mm-hmm. when it explodes because he can't figure out. He's at the last parts of the equation that will fix it, but he can't quite get it right. Right. So, but but I always, I always had that in mind from more of a home perspective. Because right. if you had a big enough battery that basically you never hardly ever had to charge and you could run your house off that, right. that eliminates so many problems. Probably probably eliminates with a, us with a job too. Yeah, yeah I was about to say but, to, so so much for job security. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But th- but that eliminates a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. that we have. Well, I I think that um, yeah, there 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 would be less things to fight about. Yeah. Because we fight about energy. We do. Um, yeah. We fight about resources. We yep. fight about, yep. I mean, of course, and that's, don't want to be negative Nelly here. Yeah. But that's a reason that something like that will probably never come to the market. Right. Because who knows? The the research, because I'm sure there's people, if, we, if we've thought of it, there's people working of on course, it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And, 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 and maybe they've perfected it mm-hmm. and it's just... 
then they got paid to hush. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, there's lots of times that or company, they got hushed. Yeah, company. Yeah, companies oh. companies do it the right way, or the legal way. They just buy them out and then they shut it down. Yeah. They just it yeah. goes into the garbage can. I mean, that's uh, money and power. I, but that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, but I love I love the the hydrogen um, idea, the thought process. It sounds like they've spent tons of money on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably. Even if it is super explosive, I mean, gasoline's pretty combustible. It's pretty combustible. I mean, we and we drive around with it every day, we, all over the place. Pr- proportionally, we have more gasoline fires in vehicles than we do battery vehicles. Yeah, and I'm, I'm right. speaking right proportionally. Right, but we don't hear about the gasoline fires never because they happen all the time. You know, since you've mentioned that, I've seen two cars on the interstate engulfed in flames. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm driving a lot more where I do a lot of stuff with the community and the public and stuff. It just, I mean, they're going to burn down to nothing. That's how hot they are. The fire department's there, but they're just letting her go. Yep. They're standing back and letting it burn itself out. Yep. And I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. My mom and dad had a, uh, I was, uh, 16 years old. Yeah. They had a Dodge Lancer. It's probably why I'll never own a Dodge. Is that right? Um, they, they had, um. Uh, car was six months old Mm -hmm. so they thought they would be smart because i'm a newly minted driver yeah so they're going to drop full coverage insurance okay yeah so i think my dad sold his boat Mm -hmm. and then they took out a loan for the remainder yeah paid it off dropped to liability on it yeah to save Mm -hmm. you know me being on their insurance yep and then um it went a couple of weeks later the wire that goes to the fuel pump burnt in two, yep. got the car on fire. Yep. And it uh, happens a lot more than yeah. you think. Well, Dodge Dodge in the mid eighties, late eighties was notorious. Really? To the point that they, they recalled. Right. And uh but the thing is, my mom and dad's car was still under factory warranty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dodge tried to well, they they did balk on it. My yeah. parents stuck a big big loss on it which yeah. back then that car was probably only about seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars right, brand new right uh if it was that much mm-hmm. but anyway it was um dodge accused my parents of burning it for the insurance money on purpose yeah yeah and i'm just like there was no insurance money we yeah because it was liability yeah. yeah 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 so so they got out of that and then like i said less than a year later they started recalling yeah. about everything that was dodge chrysler Plymouth mm-hmm. that came out with that same engine in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there you go. That's yeah. why I'll never own a Dodge. <laughs> You're limiting yourself, though. You're cutting out Chevy. Now Dodge is on the block. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, um, I absolutely love my Mini, yeah. I, which they're they're owned by BMW. Um, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah okay. They're, they're they're part of the BMW group. All right. Um, since golly 2002 mm-hmm. yeah we've always had nissan okay I, you know we've never owned nissan yeah we've had ford vehicles for a while now pretty let, happy with them I let, mean. let me back up on that because <laughs> um i was still in college so this was before i got married this was okay. and my, my my first time in college mm-hmm. Um, before they asked me to leave. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, it's that that's a long story uh, fraught with uh, yeah. poor choices. Right. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, was, I was capable of doing the work. Uh, mm. Just too hungover. To yeah. Do work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I had a an eighty six and a half Nissan. And it was eighty eighty six and a, it was eighty five and a half because that was the first hard body pickup. Mm. Um, I, I bought it as a rebuilt wreck. Okay, and that was I drove that I drove that vehicle six seven years yeah. never had an issue with yeah. it. Yeah, and then um, my wife when we first got married, or just right before we got married, she got a, a Chevy Beretta. Okay. Brand new. Yeah. They backed it off the car hauler for yeah. her to test drive. Yeah. Um, it was a decent car. Yeah. But when it was time for that car to go, yeah, we bought a, uh, which you know I, I I like absolutely love my my pickup. Yeah. Of course, I traded it for a tracker because mm-hmm. I wanted soft top. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had the tracker and, um. The Beretta, we traded the Beretta to a, uh, I think it was a 2002, might have been 2003, Pathfinder. Okay, yeah. And we have had a Nissan ever since. I like Pathfinders. I mean, from the outside, I've never driven one. That's, the Maximas I've been in, now they are really nice. Yeah. I really like the Maxima well, I was in. Well, the, uh, I've, I've never had very many problems with Nissan. Of course, they're good for about 10 years. And, uh, are they? And right now, uh, my wife's driving a... 2013 Rogue, so okay. do the math on that. Yeah, you're getting close. She, you're getting close. But her Xterra was her absolute favorite car yep. she's ever owned. Yeah, I, I, those are those yeah. are nice looking vehicles. Do they still make those? Uh, yeah, a version of it. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. But uh, I, I like the looks of the Titan pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never really even, we've never looked into Nissans. I, I. Yeah. I like uh, I like the Toyota's products. A lot of theirs. I've had a Tundra. It was a great truck. Yeah. Um, I need a truck, but I mean, I, I like my little cars. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I, they're I, fun to drive. I I've told Lindsay this, and I've told you this too. But I don't know that I'll buy another truck. Yeah. I think I think I'm going to figure out a way just to keep that truck, and then hopefully end up for end up with it as like just my truck. Yeah. And then have something else. Well, I tell you what, maybe, maybe that's what we uh, we need to look at. Nissan's a uh, electric uh, yeah. Titan. Yeah, and uh, we do. That's I'm real excited. I'm going to do it again. Let's, let's get gonna... away from that Chatmo uh, plug-in. Too. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Let's get standard on that. Yeah, I'm going to uh, promote the Evolve event again here because I'm re- maybe we'll see some of them there. Well, fun fun fact. Um, there's a couple of I3s around here that right. that I've seen. There yeah. was one in Corbin, mm-hmm. um, and I, I went to Corbin this morning. Yeah. I had had some business to conduct down there, so I decided to drive down the little road that I, this I3 sits at. Yeah. And um, I was driving by the house, and I looked. They didn't have an I, The I3 wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There was a Kia EV5 oh. sitting in the driveway, so they upgraded. They did. They did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, that vehicle's nice. I've sat in the 6, the EV6, yeah. I think. Um, and it's it's pretty neat. Well, this is this is one of the reasons that if you're in southeastern Kentucky, you need to come to this event. Yeah. You, you get to, I'll let you sit in my car. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a, uh, it's a thrill even, a minute. He's even going to clean it up real nice and yeah, everything. I, I need to. My wife's been driving it, and my gosh, she is harsh. <laughs> she 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 hauled plants in it, so yeah. I've got got potting soil yeah, and mulch, yeah. and I'm yep. just like... Are you a clean freak with your car, if you could be? Like, I know um, if it was just you, are you one of those guys that's going to just wax and clean, and it's going to be immaculate? inspirational moment for the day yeah the way you do one thing's the way you do everything oh that's a big um and 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 there's there's times that my vehicles have been messy Mm -hmm. and there's times that they have been spotless yeah and much like my life there are times that my life is really messy and there are times that my life is really clean so yeah um but uh i uh, see what you're saying like i feel like that i am i could be one of those people but I'm in a family situation at at this time with right. ages, and it's just with, impossible. With small kids, or French fries everywhere. You can't do it, yeah. you know. Like, you know, you find a chicken nugget, and it's mm-hmm. just like we've not had nuggets. In I pulled a old, months, so. old, old rotten, smushed baby moon pie out Ooh, from underneath the seat the nice, other day. Nice. Yes, yeah. I try to keep all the trash out of it. Well, yeah, but it's dirty, you know. Right, right. Still and dirty. That's, that's that's one of the things. Uh, the outside, I, I I go through car wash at least once a week. Do you really? Yeah, and then um, and then I, right now I've got I've got some some trash that needs to get out. But I'll tell you that ninety percent of the trash that's in it right now is from where my wife's been driving for yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and my um, wife's thing is coffee cups. Yeah, she loves coffee, and she rightly so. She's going to take the coffee cup to work with her. But then it never makes it back into back the, in the house. house. Yeah. So uh, we there's running jokes that her cars eat coffee cups because you can go in there and find like three or four at any given time. Well, it's it's like uh, water bottles. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I'll I, there's a water bottle. Yeah. And a Diet Mountain Dew bottle in my car right now. Yeah. But when I get home mm-hmm. this afternoon, mm-hmm. I will take those out and put them in our recycling. Right. Um. But. I mean, she's she's got paper towels. She's yeah. got gum wrappers and everything yeah. stuck down in the pocket. Yeah. of the and th- that drives me crazy. Yeah, um, because that's where your pistol goes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you anyway. went there. You really did. I did. You went there. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. And they'll they'll have to. Uh, we'll have to put a warning label on this one. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's you know I I want to keep it clean and clutter free. Yeah. The carpet sometimes is questionable. Yeah. Um, well, here's here's my thing. Um, if I, which there's no way I'm not going to keep my truck. I'm really probably six seven months away from paying it off. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is when I get it paid off, I think one of the first things I'm gonna do is have it detailed. Yeah. I've never had that done, so I'm gonna pay for that. I don't know how much it is or whatever, but I'd like right. I'd like it to look like a brand new truck even because it's paid off. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. Just for a little while. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Matt, my, I've got a friend, Matt. He's mm-hmm. uh, He's actually driving to Kennesaw, Georgia, or no, to Ringgold, Georgia today to pick up a new Dodge pickup. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, his truck is, um, the one that, that he is replacing is a 92 wow. or 93 model. Oh my gosh. And I mean, he's kept it on the road. Yeah. It's, it's been a good truck. That's but, crazy. But what kind of truck is it? Did you say? It's a Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram, the old one. The old one's a Dodge Ram. So, He's getting okay, a new Dodge yeah. Ram. So wow. he has no problem with Dodge. No. 
No, no, no. no I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't mean to bust your bubble at all, but what I'll say is there's lemons in every country. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, I, I, I'm not as big a Chevy fan now, especially since I've had some Fords and they've been really good vehicles, but I could right. see it easily going the other way where if I would have bought the wrong one, yeah, I would be like, nope, never again, and, no and, Fords anymore. And you get that, and yeah. it's, a, it's a quality control statistic thing. Yeah, and I don't, mean, it, it really is. And don't you think that that's part of the EV issue, too, is that whole people are a little bit anti-early adoption because they want to see what's they, really going to happen. They want to see it pan out. Yeah. And, and, and I think it comes back to this, this argument that we always come back to is the fact that it feels like it's being forced. Yeah. Yep. And that's why people, mm-hmm. I mean, we see that in all facets and, and we're not going to get into this right. but all facets of society and culture right now yeah things that feel forced yeah. are getting the most backlash yeah i mean they they really are mm-hmm. people that seem to be forcing the issue are getting the most hate yep you know yeah and it's not necessarily that anybody really hates them we're just tired of being uh, right i mean and well, everything's been built up to this point. Really, what we feel like on just choice, just choices. Just give me a bunch of choices, right. and then let the market figure it out from well, there. Well, for for some odd reason, we can't just live our lives. Yeah, because there's always somebody that that knows better than yeah. Me. And and I mean, I and people feel that way about EVs. I mean, the, I think that's really the. You need to be driving an EV because we're trying to save the planet. Yeah, look right. around. Don't yeah. look like the planet needs saving. No. Yeah. Don't that, don't don't tell me what I have to drive. That's what yeah, the I mean. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what uh, old George Carlin used to say all the time. He was like they, and he he was making a joke. Right. But he was basically saying the planet is fine. Trust me. But what he was also saying is if it gets bad enough. Uh, most of us will go extinct. You know what? Like the planet's exactly. going to take care of itself. Trust me. But that, but the, what we're trying to prevent kind yeah. of is that not happening. Like yeah. it may take care of itself, but I'd love for it to take care of us while we're on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I saw that. Uh, have you seen that? Uh, I, I don't know if it's went viral yet or not. It's a, uh, uh, a representation of how flat earthers think the dinosaurs went extinct. No, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> so you, you have the the globe and it's it's flat. Yeah. And the the asteroid comes crashing into it. Yeah. And then you see all the dinosaurs flip up their space. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. So they're just floating around. They're just floating around. That's really weird. Yeah, they got That's launched weird. into space and that killed them all. Yeah, that so makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> until you look at the fossil record. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. all right. Uh, I guess we're gonna wrap that up. But I'm I, I'm excited. Yeah. For Toyota, I'm, mm-hmm. because. This could be one of those revolutionary things, yeah. yep. like the automobile itself, right? And and I mean, and when you think about the automobile, there's a lot of people developed automobiles. Right. Henry, Henry Ford was not the first; he right. did not invent the car. Right. right. A lot of horseless carriages going back before the Civil War. Right. There were people that were actually playing with um, carts. Yeah. That had batteries in them. Right. They didn't go very fast. They didn't right. go very far. But I mean, they had rudimentary yeah. everything. Yeah. So I mean, this this idea has not. It's nothing new. Henry Ford didn't do it. Henry Ford and his contribution to the world was 
let's make parts interchangeable and build yeah. an assembly line. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And guess what? We're still advocating for that. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. And if Henry Ford was still alive, guess what? <laughs> we he he might be right on board with Musk. He may um, be. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah. it it could be. Who knows? Um, but um, yeah, if if Toyota pulls this off, mm-hmm. this could be a game changing. Sure. Yeah. You know human evolution altering it could be and and what i'll say always is anytime you see where something might be going it seems like there is a left turn somewhere that happens that nobody expected yeah yeah and And it's like wow this this is who would have thought the phones yeah you know nobody i love it because somebody said that on star trek you've got people teleporting all over the place and they're still using this antiquated looking nokia flip phone yeah to communicate (laughs) and it's like we blow that away with what we've got you know right like it's just funny well it's you know i was i was thinking today um when i came to work here it was and i've had a flip phone yeah um but i had one of the the I forget the model nine for it's just this little slip, mm-hmm. uh, slim yeah. Nokia yeah. that had, uh, you could get interchangeable faceplates. For oh it. yes. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And, um, I think it had rudimentary texting yeah. and yeah. you know, it's whatever. The green screen, was a screen even color at that point? Or was uh, it like the green and black? I think it was backlit, backlit green, sort of like a, yeah. Like a, a Game Boy. Yeah, I remember okay, that. The, yes. The first Game Boys. Yeah. Um, but um, I was thinking about that. And I was just like, when I started to work for the co-op, and this was only 15 years ago. I know. That's... 15 years ago. That was my phone. Right. And that was cutting-edge technology yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And then the, the first phone that they, they was like, you know, this, we've got to keep contact with you. Yeah. And, you know, you need to pick a phone. And, yeah. And um, I think... They, no, I wasn't on their plan because I was still on my plan. But I think they provided the phone. I forget how it went. Yeah. But anyway, um, I had a Motorola mm-hmm. that was, it was a brick, but it had the all A through Z yeah. keyboard, yeah. numeric. Yeah. And I mean, texting was rudimentary. Mm-hmm. The, the whole gamut of everything was yeah. just, just hard to use. Yeah. And um, first opportunity, um, I, that might have been second generation iPhone. Yep. It must still been first generation iPhone. Yep. Um, but I remember the first opportunity I got to get get an iPhone. I got an iPhone. Yeah. And they, there's no going back. There's no debate. No. And and this brings up a good point too about EVs, and and what all has to go into making those things work. Mm-hmm and would have to go into the hydrogen car too, is like everybody forgets the hundred, well, thousands of towers mm-hmm. that had to be put in place to make these things work and then be constantly upgraded. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, no, no way. That's thinks. a huge lift that I'm sure the government was involved in. Yeah. To yeah. help subsidize some well, of these companies putting towers up. The government's still um, helping companies get broadband. Right. Um, yeah, high speed internet, and you don't hear again. But here we come back to the force thing. You don't hear anybody complaining about any of that. No, but there's never been a mandate that says you must own specific type of phone. Right, right, and there's not in in that. There's never been that. 
Right. And and I'll you know I think that you're dead on with one of the major issues or pushback is because of the the forced feel. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, all right, guys, I think we're gonna wrap that up. And props to Toyota. We we yeah. We we hope this is. I mean, I I, I don't care if you know in the future um, that everything's hydrogen powered if it's it's safe effective and yeah. readily available mm-hmm. um and we may be without jobs but that's all right <laughs> we could be we could be yep I'll, I'll still keep hopefully people still be wearing t-shirts so yeah yeah there you go you'll hire me hopefully too, yeah so, I, mean, I, I need a good accountant and i know that's your background <laughs> so um anyway guys that's uh we're just two guys talking yep. so I think that's become our tagline. It is. To you guys talking. That's right. Um, hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, uh, tell somebody else about it because, you know, we're we're still trying to, to grow this. And we definitely appreciate everyone that is is listening, that, that puts up with our nonsense yep. sometimes. And uh, and I, I used to get a lot of comments on my accent. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's commented on the accent lately. Uh, can yeah. you tell that I'm from London? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's uh, not that London. Not that one. Any, anyway. All right, guys, I hope you all have a good week, and we will be back.